Hi, my name is Peter Pham. I am born and raised in Orange County, California, and off-roading and traveling. That's been part of my life for a, a very long time. And with that, I've traveled since I was a child and doing around the world from just vac family vacations to solo expeditions. Off-roading and venturing overlanding has been definitely been part of my life a good last 10 years of my adult life. Sponsored by Midland. Communication for every adventure. The industry leader in radio communication technology and innovation for over 50 years. Sponsored by MyMedic. Sponsored by Tembo Tusk. Sponsored by Trail Rated Coffee Company. Sponsored by CK Knife and Tool. Always remember, the opinion you follow should be your own. Just consider the things stated here to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. So what I do is I am a freelance photographer. I travel around the world shooting for companies from various outdoor companies to automotive companies to just travel companies and it allows me to do what I love is taking pictures of beautiful places, uh, experience different cultures but then capturing those moments and then sharing those moments with people. And it's been a both a blessing and a curse. You know, you, do, you have the hard times of being off, on the road seven, eight weeks, up to a couple months, even a couple years on the road, and it's just, you're living out of a little bag, or sometimes just a backpack and a suitcase, you know. That's the, the reality of me traveling. I don't get that plushy travel that everybody looks at. I create those content for those companies so they can promote that. And, you know, we do the grunt work but it's still enjoyable, you know, like you get to enjoy the, the landscape, the people, the culture, that it's, it's, there's no way to put it into one single picture or a single moment, rather than you have to be there. So how I got into freelance photography and integrating it with traveling and Overlanding, off-roading with vehicles, and any form of tra of form of means of transportation. Uh, it was kind of I got you know I got tired of the nine-to-five corporate job, and I you know that was great. I got a chance. It's like okay, I can do that. Now what can I do next? You know like I I don't want to live comfortably. I want to live uncomfortably in a way like I don't want to live where I have to standardize everything. Like everything's like your set schedule, set everything. I rather live a life where I can figure out what's going to happen next. What's what's the next what's the next adventure? What's the next what's the next outcome of something? And being able to do that allowed me to experience more than what if I was stuck with my normal nine to five job. And you know, being a structured nine to five job is great, but doing what I do now, yes, I put more hours in what I do, but it's more enjoyable hours. Like I 
can't, you know, like it'll take us, take me four or five days just to travel around countries or just across the state, driving 12 hour days just to get to a spot, just to shoot for a day and then doing another 12 hours that. And it's a lot more work, but it's just so much more pleasing. It's so much more enjoyable. I feel like I can grasp that kind of moment that I, I you just can't, you know, it's so much better than shooting a nine to five job. That's a, that's a very broad term now these days. I mean, I feel like what is the definition of overlanding and, and there's just so much definition these days. And I, you know, my definition of overlanding I've always been is the means of moving and exploring without a destination. And what I mean by destination, or it's the journey that you take moving from one point to another and enjoying that to the destination you want to get to, but that journey is what makes an, a trip, an adventure, and that's why I think of overlanding. And overlanding for me, it, it could compile from a, a full-on build giant rig that you know has everything I need to a motorcycle, or even over to a bicycle. You know, like just using that mean of transportation, and then from there to even just using a simplified, just a car. Um, and it's, that's what I feel like overlanding is. It's the mean of tra moving around places, discovering places. And why I say that is because I've done a lot of from building, taking out full expedition vehicles, traveling means of points to points, to traveling with a piece of junk car around the world that was not made for around going around the world to taking a bicycle and riding across riding across continents and exploring places off-roading and on road to just the means of take, even taking a motorcycle motorized one and taking going exploring outdoors and that's what for me was my form of way of overlanding and how I look at overlanding now Doing all this traveling and all, you know, it, it, it sounds glamorous, it sounds amazing that you get to do all that stuff, but there is so much that goes into the, the part of traveling and overlanding, you know, coming from like financial side to planning to, you know, where are we going to go next to, you know, going back to planning. And for me, it is, you know, financially, it is. Sometimes, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough that I have companies I work with that I can get paid to do this, but it's also a hustle to get those companies to persuade them like, hey, what do you think about this trip proposal? Or, hey, we can do a product photography for this product, but we're gonna have to do this trip with this. Let's take it to the next level. You know, like for me, it's always asking the question is, what can we do to take the next level? You know. Where can I, where can we, where can I take my passion, my hobbies and everything, and then finding the financial backing on that, you know? Like an example, when I travel around the world, I was driving a, driving a vehicle that was not made to travel around the world. It was a little, little piece of junk car. And we, I proposed like, hey, we're gonna go drive around the world 
we'll do product stuff and then I just need sponsors, you know, and that's, that's how I would say 60% of my trips are all sponsored trips because you have to think outside of the box. So if you're able to present, think outside of the box, you're a, and you present it to your, you know, your clients, they, they will definitely pay attention to that and they'll be like, we like that idea. And that's how, that's how you can financially support your travels and all the things like that. Like, I, I mean, I, it, like when you go to get a chance to go on a trip with me or anything like that, you literally, you'll see how I will, I will prepare myself food that people are like, you really eat that? I'm like, yeah, it's new, it's just gives me calories at this point. It just gives me power through. But if I get an opportunity to like go in with a, like a group trip that we're going with out on an expedition group trip, oh, I will prepare a full on five course meal. Like there is no doubt that I will make sure you get fed well. And I, I think that's probably one of my tickets these days now to, for people to invite me on trips. They're like, let's take Peter, he'll cook. So when I'm out trips, my go-to meal to impress anybody is literally is making a delicious, like a noodle dish. Like I feel a noodle dish is a comfort dish. And if you never had like noodles, or anything like that, everybody's like, oh, it's just meat and potatoes. I'm like, that's good. But for me, it's like, it's always something noodle soup based is always my comfort food. And and I, when I get an opportunity to go on trips with people, I, I make it, I, ma I make a noodle dish for someone that is, you know, inspired by, with my background of being um, Asian culture or from my culture of traveling from everywhere, just making a noodle dish and impressing people. And they're just like, whoa. This is good. I'm like, especially on a cold day or like an early, early morning day. It's, it's, it's just, just feels good. A good noodle dish is, is like the best thing to do. It's easy, quick and delicious. That's how I call it. I feel like in today's market, in today's world, trying to start somewhere, it's, it's a lot, you know, like people like, think that you have to invest so much to get there and that's a two-way questions on that's a two-way it goes there like are you willing you know like how I look at it is get out there first how do you feel comfortable with that just the, with the bare minimum and then go in okay I liked it but I didn't like it. Then you go back and, you know, I look at it going back and forth. Where, you know, what could I have done better? What can I improve? And that's, that's how I feel like in any adventure, any journey, anything you do is if an overlanding is don't go right off out of the gate spending so much money on gear. Start with simple, simplicity. Simplicity is the best because it's less headache. Be then you can enjoy it more. All the other equipment that you get along the way improves that, improves your experience. And and I feel like a lot of people overthink that too much. And what I've learned 
and I tell a lot of people is start with the basics, just get out. Just, just you know, you don't have a truck yet, you don't have a build-up vehicle, just get out, go do it. You know, that, 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 that can apply to anything. Like if, you know, like you want to go, go out in the wilderness, go camping, start, start simple. Just get a tent and just get out there, enjoy it. And if, and if you start enjoying it more and more, and then, yeah, I, I then start doing a lot more research. And it saves you a lot of headache and obviously your wallet because once you start going into this thing, it's, it's, it, it can go a long way in a very expensive way or it can go an enjoyable way. And that, that's what I look at is start simple and then build on. So, what I've learned in, over my years of doing traveling, overlanding, and just being out there is don't overthink. Don't, don't, you know, everybody, you know, you always have the planners, and I get that. Then you have the people who don't plan, and I, I look at this as if you want to go somewhere, mark it as your, as your, as your destination. But don't think too much about it. It's enjoy the moment when you get there. That's including both from traveling via, by a vehicle or flying somewhere and then going on an expedition is, you know, don't overplan. I mean, overplanning is great, but then it sometimes I feel like it, it leads into a lot more headaches. It leads into a lot more stress. And if you have all that stress and headache, you're not gonna enjoy a trip. And that's what I feel like, you know, it's like the, how my old saying is, shit happens. <laughs> shit happens for a reason. And some people say it's preventable, some other, you know. And I say shit happens for a reason and you learn from that. And you, 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 you learn from that and then you're able to improve on that. You learn from your mistakes, you're able to correct it later. It's always better to learn from your mistakes and correct it and then try and overthink it too much from like, if shit doesn't go as planned, oh well, you know, like, but it happened for a reason because you planned it over too much. And I think a lot of trips that I've done, um, you know, we had plans, we had a, 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 a single plan, but we didn't know what was gonna happen in between. And I think that was probably the best experience on any kind of trips. You know, like we were planning to go camp here, but, we found this other spot, it wasn't planned, but it was a great spot, you know? Or we found like these trails or anything like that. That's what I feel like it's, is, is probably the best way to enjoy a trip. I think probably the, probably my favorite thing to always have, no matter where I am and everything, is a, a solid flashlight, honestly headlamp flashlight uh, the reason is I feel like it's the most useful equipment of anything I mean it's universal to provide light during the morning early hours or you got to go underneath your car to fix something uh, prepping meals at night a flashlight headlamps they're they're probably the best investment you know they're not just 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 for 
just for vehicle stuff or anything, but also camping, hiking, having a, a, a light, uh, having a, a good a good flashlight headlamp is probably my best equipment. I'll, I'll probably invest. You know, it's it's so universal. It it works everywhere. You know, even like even at home when no power outage, you need light, flashlight. Having those, I think it's probably the best investment to have. First meal on the journey, I usually, for me, as my first meal before journey is eat well. And I go with, a, for me, it's like a bowl of pho. <laughs> like, I, it's just the most comfortable food. And for those who don't know what bowl of pho is, it's a Vietnamese dish that is noodle with your choice of any type of proteins and soup. And it's just warm and comfort. And it just feels great even during 90 degree weather or sub-zero temperatures. And you know, that's what I'll be craving after, after a journey, you know, like after eating, you know, if, depending like, you know, if, if I'm doing a solo trip, I'm usually eating bare minimum, like just keeping it simple. And then I know because after I'm done with the trip, there's to be something good. And then so usually a bowl of pho. That's, that's, my, that's my comfort food and for both beginning and ending of a journey.